Welcome to Walkinverse. We're going to expose tyranny and share the truth. So sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome back. It's me, Kev. Today is November 23rd, 2020, and this is episode number 17. For the first time in months, the CDC reports a fact. Less than 10,000 people in the United States died from the coronavirus. Yet, political pundits and social media giants manipulate the public. Every person must believe their narrative. Over 200,000 Americans have died from the coronavirus. Why? Because without fear, politicians cannot control the populace. We now see how officials deliberately inflated the numbers by 94%. From 200,000 media-claimed deaths, only 9,700 were attributed to the virus. As fear continues among those dialed into the mainstream media, many others now understand that the pandemic's threat and dangers equals to that of a typical seasonal flu. The shutdowns across the nations are not about a virus or to slow any kind of spread. The purpose? A great reset for total and complete control over a once free-spirited population. And when we view the numbers, their narrative self-destructs. According to the CDC, hospitals around the country classified the following as coronavirus deaths. 1. 51,000 plus heart attacks. 2. 7.9 thousand accidents and poisoning deaths. 3. 87,000 influenza and ammonia death. 17,000 chronic lower respiratory disease. 26,000 adult respiratory distress syndrome. And the list carries on. To die from coronavirus is extremely rare. From the 131,000 stated as dying from the virus, they already had life-ending diseases such as cancer, dementia, and end-stage renal failure. 10,000 of the 131,000 were on hospice care to begin with. They were terminally ill and expected to die. Coronavirus did not kill these people. But the one fact the media refuses to disclose to the American people is how the CARES Act, passed by Congress, pays hospitals a 20% bonus if they list the cause of death as a coronavirus, whether or not it's related. The WHO claims another nugget of truth. They claim that SARS-CoV-2, with its fatality rate of 0.14%, again that's 0.14%, is no more dangerous than the seasonal flu. And in the United Kingdom, the Office of National Statistics stated five times more people are dying from influenza or ammonia than COVID. And the question is, where is the outcries or lockdowns for these flu deaths? They don't exist because it doesn't fit the political narrative of today. According to Dr. Rajan Hodkinson, he's an expert in pathology who received his medical degree from Cambridge University in the UK. He speaks the truth the media and the political world refuses to hear. And that truth is this, social distancing does not work. Masks do not work. Positive test does not mean infection. And the risk of death for those under the age of 65 is one in 300,000. That's in Alberta, Canada, I believe. And these facts the media cannot dispute, yet they continue to bombard us daily with propaganda. They must keep the panic at an all-time high. With that said, let's hear from the doctor himself. Uh, Mr. Chairman, this is Dr. Hawkinson. I just want to let you know I'm standing by. Oh, okay. Well... We would love to hear from you. 
the floor is yours. Thank you very much. Um, I do appreciate the opportunity to address you on this very important matter. Um, and what I'm going to say is lay language and blunt. Um, it's counter-narrative, and so, so you don't immediately think I'm a quack. I'm going to briefly outline my credentials so that you can understand where I'm coming from in terms of knowledge base in all of this. I'm a medical specialist in pathology, which includes virology. I trained at Cambridge University in the UK. I'm the ex-president of the pathology section of the Medical Association. I was previously an assistant professor in the faculty of medicine doing a lot of teaching. I was the chairman of the Royal College of Physicians of Canada Examination Committee in Pathology in Ottawa. But more to the point, I'm currently the chairman of a biotechnology company in North Carolina selling a COVID-19 test. And I might, you might say I know a little bit about all of this. The bottom line is simply this. There is utterly unfounded public hysteria driven by the media and politicians. It's outrageous. This is the greatest hoax ever perpetrated on an unsuspecting public. There is absolutely nothing that can be done to contain this virus other than protecting older, more vulnerable people. It should be thought of nothing more than a bad flu season. This is not Ebola. It's not SARS. It's politics playing medicine, and that's a very dangerous game. There is no action of any kind needed other than what happened last year when we got felt unwell. We stayed home, we took chicken noodle soup, we didn't visit Granny, and we decided when we would return to work. We didn't have anyone need anyone to tell us. Masks are utterly useless. There is no evidence base for their effectiveness whatsoever. Paper masks and fabric masks are simply virtue signaling. They're not even worn effectively most of the time. It's, it's utterly ridiculous seeing these unfortunate, uneducated people, I'm not saying that in a perjurative sense, seeing these people walking around like lemmings, obeying without any knowledge base to put the mask on their face. Social distancing is also useless because COVID is spread by aerosols, which travel 30 meters or so before landing. And closures have had such terrible unintended consequences. They should, you, everywhere should be open tomorrow, as was stated in the Great Barrington Declaration that I circulated prior to this meeting. And a word on testing. I do want to emphasize that I'm in the business of, te of testing for COVID. I do want to emphasize that positive test results do not, underlined in neon, mean a clinical infection. It's simply driving public hysteria, and all testing should stop unless you're presenting to hospital with some respiratory problem. All that should be done is to protect the vulnerable and to give them all in the nursing homes that are under your control. Give them all three to 5,000 international units of vitamin D every day, which, is, which has been shown to radically reduce the likelihood of infection. And I would remind you all that using the province's own statistics, the risk of death under 65 in this province is one in 300,000. One in 300,000. You've got to get a grip on this. The scale of the response that you're undertaking with no evidence for it is utterly ridiculous. 
given the consequences of acting in a way that you're proposing. All kinds of suicides, business closures, funerals, weddings, etc., etc. It's simply outrageous. It's just another bad flu. And you've got to get your minds around that. Let people make their own decisions. You should be totally out of the business of medicine. You're being led by, down the garden path by the chief medical officer of health of this province. I'm absolutely outraged that this has reached this level. It should all stop tomorrow. Thank you very much. In the end, as the doctor stated, the virus is just another bad flu. If we need more validation, we need to look no further than Pfizer's former chief science officer, Dr. Mike Yaden. He states there is no science to suggest a second wave should happen, period. Then reliable false positive COVID tests, they have one goal in mind, to manufacture a second wave based on new cases, not actual infections. Half to all COVID tests are false positives. When he was asked in an interview if our civil liberties and freedoms are being destroyed due to fake data, the doctor responded, yes. And then he followed up with, quote, Were not for the test data that you get from the TV all the time, you would rightly conclude the pandemic was over and nothing much has happened. Of course, people go to the hospital, moving into the autumn flu season, but there is no science to suggest a second wave should happen, end quote. Many also fail to realize COVID is novel only in the sense that it's a new type of coronavirus. But as the doctor explains, foreknown strains circulate throughout the population and most often link to the common cold. Quote, there are at least four well-characterized family members, 229E and L63, OC43 and HKU1, which are endemic and cause some of the common colds we experience especially in winter. They all have striking sequences of similarity to the new coronavirus, end quote. Here's another quote. Quote, Yes, it's a novel virus, but it's very closely related to at least four other viruses that circulate freely in the population, which are all coronaviruses and contribute to the common cold. So bluntly, it was naive of them, the government, to assume anyone was susceptible. To drive this point home, Elon Musk received a coronavirus test. His symptoms started with those of a common cold. Four tests later, taken at the same location, produced two positive and two negative results back to back. Now, we can see how the PCR rapid test only purpose is to drive the fear narrative and destruction of everyone's lives and silver liberties. It's time we all take a stand and say no more. And in closing, we need to remember this is not a left or a right issue that we face today across the nation. It's a two sides of nothing issue. Two sides of a coin. Heads, you win. Tails, I lose. Yet, it's the same coin you choose. Two sides of nothing is the same as red and blue. One party acting as two. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider a membership at $5 a month. You'll gain access to all past, present, and future e-reports and books, as well as member-only content. The link is in the description of the episode. If you have any questions or comments, please send me an email at walkinverse at protonmail.com. W-A-L-K 
I-N-V-E-R-S-E at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L.com. And until next time, keep the faith, stay safe, and peace.